Welcome to Art on Air, a feature on the arts in our community from Gallup Arts, the nonprofit arts council serving Gallup and McKinley County. I'm your host, Rose Eason. Today, another special coronavirus edition of the show, combining a brief history lesson with a dip into art history and ending with a call to action. From the start, I should say that this episode is inspired by Colorado artist Sean Bowman of 2B Industries. That's 2B, T-W-O, B-E-E, Industries. All right, let's dive in. While technologies like social media, Zoom, and FaceTime have made it easier to stay connected with one another during this time of social distancing, it's easy to forget or dismiss the OG way of staying in touch. Boy, that phrase has taken on new meaning in the land of six feet apart. I'm talking about snail mail. Humans have been sending mail for over 6,000 years since Mesopotamians configured a system to transport clay tablets in 3500 BC. They even used clay envelopes. The first documented use of a postal system that was state-sponsored with designated couriers was in ancient Egypt about a thousand years later. Fast forward to the modern postal system. We have social reformer Sir Roland Hill to thank for the modern postal system based on the concept of standardized prepaid postage, aka stamps, in the mid-19th century. On January 1st, 1913, the United States Post Office's Parcel Post program began delivering large parcels and packages. And the rest, as they say, is history. And what an exciting history it is. I've learned that you used to be able to send coconuts, like straight up coconuts, no boxes, through the mail from Hawaii. More controversial? When the Parcel Post launched, some parents tried to send their kids through the mail, like Ohio couple Jesse and Matilda Beagle, who mailed their eight-month-old son James to his grandmother, who lived just a few miles away. Apparently, baby James was just shy of the 11-pound weight limit for packages sent via Parcel Post, and his delivery cost his parents only 15 cents in postage, although they did insure him for $50. That brings us to the mail art movement, starting with the New York Correspondence School of the mid-20th century, spearheaded by artists such as Raymond Johnson. A cornerstone of Johnson's practice was to send how-to-draw mailings with instructions that encouraged people to participate and collaborate vis-a-vis -vis the mail. Mail art has spun off in many pretty amazing directions, from artists establishing fictional lands and issuing their own stamps, to artists sending extreme mail like music records and swimming flippers. But it all began with the simple concept of interactive mailings, which create a different kind of being together, a being together while being apart. And that's exactly the motivation behind the two mail art projects that Gallup Arts has going on right now. First, we invite you to join our Artist Trading Card Exchange. Artist trading cards, or ATCs, are three and a half by two and a half inch original works of art. That's it, those are the guidelines. You can draw, paint, collage, stamp, embroider, watercolor, sticker, glitter, whatever, ATCs, and send them to Art123 Gallery at 123 West Cole Avenue in Gallup, New Mexico, 87301, and you'll get ATCs in return. It's that simple. Gallup Arts is also sponsoring a project we're calling 1,000 Paper Cranes for Gallup. Based on the Japanese legend that whoever folds 1,000 origami paper cranes is granted a wish, we're asking the community to help us create 1,000 paper cranes to hang in the windows of Art123 as a tribute to hope and a testament to our community's strength and resilience. Paper cranes can also be mailed to Art123, or you can drop them off in its mail slot on 2nd Street. Instructions for the Artist Trading Card Exchange and 1,000 Paper Cranes for Gallup mail art projects are at gallupartsorg backslash at dash home dash projects. That's gallupartsorg backslash at dash home dash projects. Thanks for joining us for Art on Air, and we'll catch you next week.